everybody. Oh my goodness. Ula and I just had like a massive uh, cathartic session for Gladys here because I needed to get in a good space to record today's episode. And honey, what's the name of today's episode? It is Elle says there is always a price to pay or is there? Mm. So you guys, let's dive right in because... Um, what I was sharing with Ula was really a continuation of the past handful of episodes around how we honor our emotions, whatever they are, whether they are shitty feeling emotions or joyful emotions, how we honor them from a place of curiosity. But also when we are feeling so bad, how do we, how do we hang out in the badness without going deeper, 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 if that's not what we desire? And for a minute, I was in a place of feeling flat, which was just depleted. Energetic cup was empty. And today, what I was sharing with Ula is when you're out of the flat feeling, you might not be fully on the end of the spectrum of feeling joy. And that's okay, too. You might actually feel some numbness. You might feel like you're taking some steps back towards feeling really bad again. Um, and this kind of state of disequilibrium is something that for me, I, I've been not in a rut, but I've just been going in circles is like, why am I not feeling more? Why am I still stuck? Why am I resisting letting things being easy? Why can't I just receive everything around me that is so fucking magnificent? And one thing, honey, that you're reminding me of is even in this space where we are good or things are not falling apart, we still might need or desire support and love around us and reinforcement. But we come from a place of believing that the only way we can receive help is if we are hurting or suffering or feeling bad. So tell us more about this, honey, and expand on, on what you were sharing with me earlier that I had a really hard time hearing until... 40 minutes of our conversation. And then I was like, oh yeah, totally makes so much sense. <laughs> yes. Well, it is, we are so conditioned from, from, you know, from early childhood that in order to get any kind of attention or, or help, we need to feel bad. Like when you're a baby and you cry, you get attention from your mother. And, and I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. So, of course, we think that if we are to, in order to be fully supported by the universe, uh, by, by, you know, our dead people team, you have to feel bad. Like they, they're not going to understand that I need support and I need help uh, because I feel good. They, they're going to think that, oh, she's good. We don't need to worry about her. And then it is, it is actually the opposite. The more you are able to let go of that suffering, the more you are going to be supported um, by your dead people team and by universe. But yeah, it's, I mean, it, it takes practice because we think that, yeah, you just have to feel horrible to be able to ask for help because then you are justified for, for that help and there's an explanation why you need help when in fact you are worthy and deserving of all the goodness and help in the world just because you are mm -hmm. and this is something that it, I mean it, it took me like 40 minutes to be able to 
talk stuff out with Ula before I got it. Um, and the reason is that, well, I was in a place of resistance. And I think that in itself is an example that resistance is there when there is, there's something that is out of alignment. And typically what is out of alignment is a part of you is staying in the place of fear or uncertainty, um, not feeling safe. And then another part of you is entertaining something different. And when it comes to how you address an area of your life that's crunchy, maybe you, you are stuck somehow and don't know where the answer is going to come from. You don't know how to get out of that stuck situation. You don't know how things are going to be better. You want them to be better. You want to feel better. You want to believe that, of course, an answer will come your way. But in the meantime, what do you do? You feel like shit because you don't have clarity. You don't have the answer yet. And you're like, fuck, is this ever going to come my way? And then as you feel like shit, you then attract more of that feeling like shit stuff because your thoughts just on a very neutral state are constantly looking for more evidence to support what you're feeling. So this is what dawned on me is that I, in a resistant state, like I've been resisting feeling better. Why am I resisting feeling better? And if all I've been wanting is to feel better, if we go to, okay, well, what's underneath it? What's the fear? The fear is that if I felt better, I would have to change a big part of what's kept me quote unquote, alive for 48 years, which is I receive help when I'm suffering. When, when I, if I don't have answers to something, if I'm stuck, if I'm going through a hard time, then, then I have to be in that suffering state in order to then be rescued or to be seen when that's so not true, like I actually have the option of this in-between space, say I, I, I'm stuck in an area, I don't have an answer yet, I don't have clarity. In that in-between, I can actually feel good and still not know where the answer is coming, when it's coming, how it's coming, not need to actually re- be in resistance, which is going to mean that answers will come quicker my way and more easily. I can do that. I have that option available to me, but I have to be willing to let to let myself go there. And I think, honey, this is a part where I'd love your insight on why we don't let ourselves go there. And then messages like, just stop getting in your way, which you've told me, right? Um, let it go. Let the trash bag of heavy energy go. Those actually become harder because I... Again, I, I just feel like the stuck energy or my resistance is still not able to allow me to let things be easier. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I always remind you is that, first of all, it's okay to be there. Like we beat ourselves up way, way, way too much over why we are here. And the more you beat yourself up, why am I here? <laughs> the harder it gets to let go of that that trash bag. And um, Gladys actually made a video a couple of weeks ago because <laughs> she was she was so stuck. And then I told her to go to the beach and fill it with wet sand and then drag it around and <laughs> see what it physically feels like to drag around that bag of crap. <laughs> The, the energetic crap that we we carry um and it's it's on Gladys's Instagram so you gotta go see it um but anyway it's 
the message when somebody tells you that oh you all oh, you you just have to feel better is really annoying really annoying when you're in the space like well fuck i would feel better if i knew how and <laughs> the the first step of feeling better or letting go of the trash bag is accepting that this is where i am and where i am is okay I am not fucking things up. I am not slowing things down just because I'm here. Where I am is perfectly okay. And I am still supported. Because mm. even with that, you will feel a little bit of relief. And guess what? That's already feeling better. Yeah. You know, honey, and I love the way you're saying this because it's, even the message of like feeling better, right? Like, why are we always trying to feel better in life? And, and maybe that's not what life is about. Life is about feeling bad and feeling good. And you're going to have all mm -hmm. of it in between. And we've said this in past episodes, when we talk about feeling better, we're not talking about putting band-aids on bullet wounds and fairy dust over everything. And I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm mm -hmm. happy, happy. And more and more, I'm learning how much I actually have been doing that in some ways, even though I do honor my emotions and I let myself go swim in the depths of them, I feel like where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to end up is in that place where it's all like, I'm happy, I'm positive, I'm always looking at the way things are working out for me. So that if I feel things aren't working out for me, then I feel like shit, then I feel like I'm doing something wrong, then I feel like I'm fucking things up. So feeling better isn't about that process. Mm -hmm. It's actually about giving yourself some relief, some peace, your nervous system, giving it a mm -hmm. fucking break yep. so that you step out of a triggered place, which is usually where you're reacting to shit happening around you. And when you're reacting, you are not in a place of creating. You're actually in a place of looking outside of you at what's happening to determine how you're going to feel next. And this is completely where you become disconnected from who you are as a creator. Um, and even as I'm saying this, I'm realizing like, oh yeah, that's what I keep doing. I keep disconnecting from the knowing that I have everything as we all do in our own capacity to create the life that we most desire. So why am I desiring to still keep playing this old narrative of I'm in a tough place, I don't have answers, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I need to feel better. I don't want to feel better because I feel like shit. Do I have a need that's not being addressed? Not anymore because I've gone through this so many fucking times. When is it going to be over? All of that becomes fodder for you to stay in this place of resistance. And that is where, for me, when I'm, in re when I'm resistant, I miss the magic happening around me. It's still happening around me. But I, it's harder for me to tap into it. That might be Ula, you know, sending me a message with a lot of love and energy behind it. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it, right? Or it might be that there's a beautiful bird that flies by my window with an amazing song that I can't even hear because of all the fucking nonstop chatter going through my brain or missing a moment to have a meal outside while love bug is suntanning, you know, like the, this is where magic gets to happen all the time. And when you're in that space of magic, your nervous system is calm. Mm -hmm. 
And that's, that's what we want. We want your nervous system to chill the fuck out for a minute so you can have some breathing space inside. That's feeling better. That doesn't mean you're ignoring your feelings. You're ignoring what's unresolved. It means you are assisting yourself to keep the momentum going forward as you move through these emotions, the fears, the uncertainty, and make yourself available to receiving the help and assistance without feeling like you need to prove that you're worthy of it by how much you're suffering. Mm -hmm. And this um, reminds me of what um, Abraham Hicks always talks about is a, a buffet, compares the life of, you know, our options and, and, um, choices as a buffet like when you go eat at a buffet you don't get mad at certain food that it's there so you shouldn't get mad at yourself that certain emotion is there because you would not be like oh no i don't eat shrimp you gotta take the shrimp out of the buffet right now it might end up on my plate and i have to eat it no you don't do that so if if you feel like you're stuck in some emotion, because every single emotion is important, we've talked about this so much. If you are finding yourself in certain emotion more and more, or, or you feel like you can't get out of there, don't get mad at it. Because when you get mad at it, then you're definitely going <laughs> to keep staying there longer and longer. Just recognize that, the, again, that, yes, this is I, this is where I am, and it's okay. And assist yourself to move through it because you can move through all emotions. And it for because we've we've so been so conditioned to always look for the worst and the other shoe dropping and all that, we tend to hang on to those um, not so good feeling emotions longer than the good ones. But you can make the change. You just have to consciously practice that, okay, when I'm feeling something that I really like, like love, or you're laughing with a friend and you know how that fills you up, you can go back to those and remember those feelings too and hang out there longer and longer, but it takes practice. And again, just tell yourself that it's okay. It doesn't matter where you are. It is okay. It's just the buffet of life. Mm. I like that, honey. And I'm, you know, one thing that I'm mindful of that, that keeps coming up for me in our conversations is um, like, why is this so hard? Why is it hard to shift? Why is it hard to get out of that space? And then, you know, when you have a history of trauma, what is actually happening physiologically mm -hmm. that is contributing to some of this difficulty that we experience in getting out of it? And I think some at the end of the day, regardless, regardless of, of all of that, regardless of what your history is, you have a choice right now. And that that sometimes is what we don't want. We don't want the choice. We want to we want to hold on to what's familiar. And if we've had a really fucking difficult life early on, what's familiar to us is dodging fucking danger. What's familiar to us is 
being hypervigilant, waiting for, for the other shoe to drop. What is familiar to us is being disconnected from feeling full joy or feeling flat um, and not able to really take in the goodness and the, the, the magic of all of that we want in life. Um, so if that is what's familiar to you, then of course, when you are looking to change anything in your life for the better and bring more ease and peace and freedom into your day-to-day experience, you're going to default back mm-hmm. to this place of, of familiarity. And so I appreciate that that's where it's it's important to not beat ourselves up over it. Um, and also, how do you start to change what's familiar to you? That's, I think that is a big part of this is all we're doing is changing what our familiarity gauge is. And instead of going back to what's familiar from the past, how do we intentionally practice more of what we want to become familiar? So for you, Ula, like what's familiar to you in your life as far as feelings go? Excitement. Like I... I think it was two nights ago. I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. <laughs> Most, about what? About, it's just like other opportunities that we have and things we, that we're doing. And I'm so excited to to keep rebuilding, all, uh, rebuilding, keep building all these things with you. And I keep getting more information from my dead people. And it's just, it's just really exciting for me. Um, and I understand that that's not what most people wake up to in, when they wake up in the middle of the night. But yeah, that is my familiar. And my familiar is waking up, again, feeling excited, feeling very much loved by my, my, my kids and my life. And the first thoughts always are like, oh, it's a new day. What do I want to feel today? Mm. And that, that, I think, is what so many of us would love to entertain, but it feels so almost like, yeah, how, right? Like I, I, Ula posted something recently on Instagram about how your morning routine doesn't involve thinking about past conversations that didn't go well or worrying about how you're going to get all this shit done for the day. Like you don't wake up rehashing Mm -hmm. stuff. You wake up very much like, oh my God, brand new day, clean slate. Here's the opportunity. And there's joy and excitement in that. For many of us, that feels so foreign that it may even feel impossible. So we believe it's not even worth trying. Yeah. Um, or we get frustrated that that we are here and we judge ourselves. Like, and I and I've done that. Like, why can't I fucking wake up in the morning and not have knots in my stomach? Well, it took a deliberate practice of me being aware that I had knots in my stomach for decades and then having that feeling of like, I don't want knots anymore. Mm -hmm. That doesn't feel good. Right. And that in itself is where you start to change the narrative and you start to change what becomes familiar to you. So nowadays, am I at a place where every day I wake up feeling not free? No. Um, I, I think I, there's a, there's a big lessening of the knots in my stomach when I wake up, but I still rehash it in the morning. Um, and even when I began meditating regularly and doing my gratitude practice, that helped tremendously. Um, I let it go for, for a while because it's like, Oh no, I, you know, like I should just be able to wake up and feel good. We have to remind ourselves that so much of what we experience every day is a buildup of years Mm -hmm. of practicing what's familiar 
So if you want your familiar to be excitement and joy and curiosity for what you get to create every day, then that is what you have to give, continue to give yourself practice around. And one thing that we always go back to is start with regulating your nervous system mm-hmm. first. So how do we do this? Number one, do the reset remedy, right? Remind your nervous system that you are safe, you're secure, you're protected, you're loved. Repeat that over and over and over and over until your brain chatter stops. This is actually a thought stopping technique, which is a cognitive psychology technique used to put a pause on the rumination happening in your brain. Okay. So for those of us that come with a lot of anxiety, we've had past traumas. This is a way to pause that whole feedback loop of negative familiar of I'm in, I'm in danger familiar. And then as Ula always says, like ease up on yourself, be gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Um, and that sometimes is enough of just like putting the pause and recognizing that here we are again and we have a choice. So the third is what do you choose right now in terms of what you do next, what you feel next, what you think next, and let it be that something that you choose, let it just be a minute in duration. Don't make it a big goal of like, I choose to never feel like shit Mm -hmm. in the morning again. And let that be my new familiar forever and ever. Don't do that to yourself. Choose that right now you're going to ease up and maybe feel peace. And what would that look like for the next minute? Mm -hmm. And we tend to forget that all those things that we are rehashing and thinking about and worrying about, that is practice. It is Mm. an automatic practice at this point, but it is still practice. So if you're practicing something in the morning anyway, why not make it something that you enjoy? Well, and the answer that immediately came up is because we believe we don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, for those of you that have been on the personal development path for decades, like I have, um, it's so fucking annoying to be reminded that this all comes back to how much you love yourself. Mm -hmm. So let's reframe this. Instead of putting pressure on yourself to love yourself fully now and be reminded of how you haven't been loving yourself fully over all these years and then going back to all the past wounds that you've had and the heartbreaks and the ways that you were abandoned or rejected, remind yourself that you fucking made it through. Mm -hmm. You already made it through the shit and you're here. listening to a podcast that is supporting you to let life be easier and more fun and joyful. You made it through the worst. So why do you not deserve to reap your harvest? Mm -hmm. And if there's anything that comes up that feels like a definitive, this is why, then I invite you to do a good goodbye ritual around it. And if you're not aware of the good goodbye, that is a book that you can find on Amazon that I published. It's also available as a ritual, a guided ritual that I take you through, um, which you can purchase the notes. I think our show notes have both in there. 
But this is a way to just symbolically say, okay, like, how do I let go of the story that I am not worthy? Um, and I've, I have a huge one of that, you know, so also know that that's going to evolve as you evolve. I thought I got through a lot of those layers of unworthiness and healed them and was able to get to a place of loving myself, which by the way, the way I love myself right now at 48 is a trillion times more than how I love myself when I was 22. So I've come a long way and very recently, like in the last week, realized that I still have not loved the parts of me that I would label imperfect and that I believed that I could not receive love unless I was showing up perfectly and love in all forms, whether it's money, whether it's relationship, friendships, joy and peace and ease of my day, love from love bug, all of it. So just know that this is, you're not going to get to a point, I think, where it's all done and complete, but rather you can get to a point where you just have more grace towards yourself along the way because you love yourself enough to quit beating yourself up. Yes, that is, I mean, that is so beautifully said, honey. So beautifully said. I'm perfectly. So how do we make it happen? (laughs) (laughs) Not by asking that question like that. (laughs) That might not be the answer. (laughs) I think we already gave a whole bunch of things how you can do this, but you have to have your nervous system relax, chill the F out. Go and get reset remedy. Do reset remedy. See how you feel after that and stop beating yourself up because you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. And you only have right now. There's, you can't go and change yesterday. You can't change tomorrow. So why not feel a little bit ease right now? 